Welcome to Bottom Line Sports Talk, where we cover sports and more for the culture, by the culture, because we are the culture. Hosted by your favorite twin duo, those Jackson men, Gary and Carrie. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, where you can rate us, review, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, share. Just to let y'all know before we get started, we are approaching two years of doing this thizzle. My nizzle. As you spit into this. Bizzle. Yeah, we have to exit out here. I don't know what the bizzle is. Could have been anything. <clears throat> Come on, man. We got to give more of us. Going into year two of this thing. But, I mean, you know. Let us never forget that. Cicely Tyson just passed away. She's born in 1924. She's a baddie when she was younger. Yeah, she was. <laughs> I give her credit. Long career, man. Uh, let, let's, let us never forget that in X-Men in 1992, the doctor that created the Sentinels, he told the main, the big Sentinel, that your job is to protect humans from mutants. And the Sentinel told him, mutants are humans. I gotta protect me. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna put all y'all in a slave island. Y'all serving me. What is that symbolic of, you think? I don't know. You tell me. Come on now. You gotta tell me what you think now. What you think that's symbolic of? You know what it is. Black, black folks, African Americans, colored people. You know. You know how they go. Color I mean, people, I mean, color people. Hey, get hey man, hey, in your words, don't be, don't be PG now. I ain't gonna be it's Black History Month for crying out loud. Say it loud. Say it proud. Yeah, man. So yeah, I just, I, I don't know that that one right there. And like I said, I, I was rewatching the old X Men when we, when we grew up watching it, and so much symbolism in 1992. 1993, man. It's crazy. Well, the biggest, the biggest symbolism of them all in myself, Mario, Kyron, Hargrove, mm-hmm. Mario's cake. We all discussed it. I know me and Kyron has <laughs> discussed it, uh, through Instagram DMs, but like X-Men was modeled after things that were going on in civilization. I agree. Mutant being African American, then the other folks, yeah. the Caucasians, uh, Professor Xavier and Magneto were modeled after Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. And, Malcolm X. Right. and if you watch that whole oh, thing man. and you if you get out the whole hysteria of being like this is a cartoon and look at it for what it is, right. it really symbolizes what's going on. And it's really to an extreme if you want to be real. And and to say that I'm watching this in 2021 and I'm looking at everything, like what we going when we was growing up watching all of these shows, we were just looking at good and evil. Good and bad, all of this and everything. Yeah, entertainment. Yeah, entertainment person. At, at a at a young age, man, they talking about governments want to uh, vaccine everybody, and governments want to do all this uh, for a virus. I told you, man. And did mind you, this is in like 1992, 1993, and then to watch all of that go around in 2021. Like they, the only reason I, did, from what I'm looking at, the only reason that in uh, that it was cured, like the the um, the virus was because Wolverine he did he he can always heal himself, 
So they, I'm pretty sure they use Wolverine cells and everything to, to cure everybody that had that, that had that virus. But it's, it's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on in that show that was created in 1992. <laughs> I'm just, and it's, it's crazy, man. I'm just trying to tell you, like me and Kyron had said, when you look at what it is, and shout out to him, we got shout out to his Instagram. When you look at what it is, I told him when he posted that Dr. Ooze, uh, he's the first one to sell perk type yeah, thing. Yeah. Dog, we were woke. We were born in 89. Some of us born in 88. Some of us born in 89. Said, right. But if you grew up during the 90s era, they like to talk about, you know, oh, we generation whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we was really woke. Right. We really had a lot of things to put us on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, a very sad moment in Black History Month. Yep. They've hired a African-American to coach the Houston Texans, which would be a momentous occasion, you would think. Mm-hmm. It's not because they basically set this man up to fail. And one can only hope he is getting paid for these failures for the simple reason he's not going to win without Deshaun Watson. Right. And I don't see, I don't know what team is going to give up whatever for them. Mm-hmm. And hopefully Houston's management, new management, is way better at drafting and keeping prospects, for crying out loud, right. than what this old regime is. But it just goes to show you, because at first, I don't even know if they were interviewing Eric Bieniemy. It was set up a failure from the it, jump. Man. It was. I don't even know if they were interviewing Eric Bieniemy. And I wanted to bring this up, too, because last week we had three offensive coordinators who have been doing a spectacular job. I'm sorry, two offensive coordinators and one defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Leslie Frazier, Eric Bieniemy, Byron Leftwich of Tampa Bay, who's actually in the Super Bowl, right. along going against Eric Bieniemy. Now, I don't know if you heard this, but but let me know if you have or you haven't. Eric Bieniemy doesn't get enough credit because he is under Andy Reid, so they say it's Andy Reid's idea but Eric Bieniemy is coaching, right, right offensive wise. He has a big, uh, he has as big of a reason uh, for Patrick Mahomes' success as anybody. Mm-hmm. Byron Leftwich, yes, he's coaching Tom Brady, but Byron is running the offense, right? Right. They never give Byron Leftwich. I don't even have you even heard his name this year. Nope. They give him no credit at all. Is Bruce Arians with his brilliant mind and his brilliant play calling and decision making, mm-hmm. and Tom Brady overcoming with that, uh, whatever. And we got a. Uh, and now that you're saying it, man, Philadelphia new head coach. You seen him? He right? looked out of. He looked all out of sorts. He was. And he, that 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 press conference that he had, man, talking about the systems we want to have this this kind of system in and. At this moment right now, we don't know who the, the starting quarterback is. Bro, he looked like a he looked like he didn't know what he was talking about. Well, and see, this is the thing that I heard. They called homeboy in off his vacation <laughs> to come in for an interview. And uh, and I told you the only reason why he got called in is because I, I Doug Peterson, whatever people think about him, he did exactly the thing he's supposed to do. My team is sinking. My job is on the line. If I don't make a change, I'm definitely going to lose my job. I'd rather die on my sword trying right. to do something right and make a change rather than die behind this sinking ship of Carson Wentz. Right. And his name is Nick Sirianni? Nick Sirianni. Yeah. yeah Nick he Sirianni. came from uh, Indianapolis, I believe. Oh, boy. He looked he looked bad. That, I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say... 
that's the end all be all for their press conference. But for your first press conference, and you already know how the media is. It, man, Imagine how went, he came in on the interview, Lord, though. He he did that on the, in the pre, his very first press conference as a head That's coach. That's what I'm saying. Just imagine how it's going to be if he if he loses like three games in a row and everybody wanted him to change start changing quarterbacks because he had Carson Wentz in. Like the media will eat him alive. But the only reason why they got him and got rid of Doug is because Doug, like, yo, I'm going with Jalen. And then had Doug did what he's supposed to do at the end of that at the, at the end of the season on that last game. Against, I don't know against Washington. Right? Yeah, against Washington. I don't know if he loses his job. But when you sit up there and you flip script, famous word, shout out to Unc. Uh, when you flip script, this is what happens. You 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 was like, okay, I got a change going on. We not we might not be winning, but. It's the East. Right. The NFC East, your division suck anyway. Right. Who cares? Exactly. This is a wash this season. Yeah, you might lose to the team, but guess what? So did everybody else. Right. They made the playoffs up y'all division. Exactly. So now that now that they happen, like I said, the only reason why they have this new coach is because they say they invested too much money in Carson Wentz. Guess what? Teams screw up all the time. Homeboy ain't the way to the future. Mm-hmm. If you think he is, don't be surprised because guess what? They made excuses for him, unlike other quarterbacks. I won't say no names. They made excuses for him. Oh, well, the offensive line is, is hurt. Guess who else offensive line was hurt? Everybody else is in the league. Oh, his weapons. Guess who don't have a lot of weapons? A lot of other teams in the league. Well, I mean, right now, he got to take the good with the bad. Like, he... Got this opportunity as a head coach, and right now we just got to see what's going on. Man, happen. screw but, it, bro. Like, you should, you could have hired Eric. They could have. You could have hired Leslie Frazier. You could have hired Byron Leftwich. Like, even a dude. I know one thing. I know one thing that all, all them coaches ain't going to do is that I think Nick is probably will do. He going to cater to, he going to cater to some egos, and he going to cater to, Carson Wentz ego. I don't know why. And I know that's what I'm saying. Like the, I know the, what the yeah, but the, but the if the black coaches come in, yeah, Carson Wentz may play. You know, who knows? He may play a couple games. But if they don't see any improvement, then my job is on the line, bro. You got and, you got untapped potential in Jalen Hurts, who was a rookie last year. And Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts might be is going to be the future, not Carson. It's, no, it's going to be it's going to be Jalen Hurts. So I I know right now. It is looking scary, but at this point in time, hopefully this press conference wasn't uh, the foreseeable future. Nah, screw Philadelphia. Y'all getting everything y'all deserve. Y'all, y'all fan base booed Santa Claus back in the day. Man. I mean, you get what you deserve. But on, on some other news. But we uh, never, hold on, you never did address, like, how, what, what you think is going on? Like, why they don't give Byron Leftwich the credit that he deserved? I don't know, man. You, you know how that goes. Because they ain't really, they ain't really say it very much, but like, for all intents and purposes, people can say whatever they want to about Jameis last year. Mm-hmm. He still threw 30 touchdowns. Yeah. I know people he say he threw. He still is a good quarterback. Yeah. I know yeah. they say he threw a lot of interceptions, but he still threw 30 touchdowns. And they didn't get him nowhere near the amount of help that he has, that Tom Brady has right now. They brought in the kitchen sink and the staff yeah, and, for Tom Brady. Right. And they didn't have, I know, Vlad. They didn't have no kind of run game. No, I know, I know. They, they had, had, they some had good back. No, no, I'm saying they had Jones, but it wasn't yeah, no, it wasn't it, no run game it, like it, this. It, it wasn't like they got they got Leonard Fournette. They got another running back, and that's pretty much. If you stop that running game, then because unfortunately, Here that's how we find out. Here you go. <laughs> if, if you can stop, if you can stop that running game, what he, he gonna do? He gonna tap dance. He huh? gonna start tap. He dancing. gonna tap dance. Tap dance time. You gonna see it this weekend. Tap dance time. Lit, lit. Appearing. 
in Tampa Bay. <laughs> limit, limit, limit them to, you know, maybe three or four yards of dust, uh, first first down, second down, but you can't you can't let them just run the ball on well, them. Well, even even past the running back thing, you got to look at it like this. But they didn't have nothing. They didn't have nothing there for Jameis. But that's what I'm saying. Even past the running game, they went and drafted and picked up in the offseason as far as free agency and signings in general. They picked up offensive linemen. Jameis didn't have, have that. that. No. James didn't have that at all. And then We should know. And then on top of all that, yeah, you can say you can you can argue and say, which is, you know, proven fact as far as who Tom Brady is, yeah, you got a better quarterback. But at the same time, you don't have the same weapons, you didn't have the same line. And so does it really look like a better Tampa Bay team? No. Y'all went and spent every dime y'all could to make sure y'all can get to the Super Bowl, which conspiracy theory there. Oh yeah, we we, yeah. we, we already know about that conspiracy theory and if I'm sorry. If the Chiefs don't win, conspiracy confirmed. Right. We can speak on that next week. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. if the Chiefs don't win, that's a whole conspiracy. Like, let's be honest. They still the best team this year. Even though they had they, you know, they ups and downs and it was close. They only games. lost one game. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, and it was closer games, but that's all even us, we came close to, yeah. you know, doing the just do, but they just find a way. Homeboy make Patrick Mahomes make amazing catches. Tyreek Hill is still that receiver. And uh, you know, I saw Sean Payton on uh, Twitter, and he was uh, I, he was talking about mm-hmm. he was talking about Patrick Mahomes. We, if you were saying you're a Saints person, if you're a Saints fan, you already know how this story goes because they've told it so many times. But uh, the draft class with Patrick Mahomes, Sean was uh, was moving up the board trying to get Patrick, and then like he was going to draft him, and then Kansas City jumped them. Got a trade and then boom, voila. So, but on, on some other news, I know, uh, I know we just said RIP to Sicily, but got definitely give another RIP to the uh, head coach, John Chaney. He was a temple head coach for so many years. I know the rivalry between him and, uh, him and John Calipari back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was pretty, that was definitely pretty funny. But yeah, it, RP to him made such an impact on uh, on African American players, especially in the Philadelphia area. So his his impact, uh, what he did for the African American community, uh, will not go unnoticed. Uh, I definitely used to watch him growing up. That's the, he coached Amir Nelson, Deontay Christmas, a lot a lot of uh, a lot of good players, man. Delonte West. So yeah, definitely RP to John Chaney. Most definitely. What else you got on the slate? Man, right now, what you think about the NCAA football coming coming out this year? I'm actually excited. Like you, you I ain't gonna I ain't gonna lie. I thought uh if y'all don't know what we talking about, EA Sports is finally getting ready to bring back national college football the game. Right. And all my dudes, some of my ladies, y'all y'all know that game was the stuff like I think I see more people back in the day playing college football than Madden. Like, you'll see people playing Madden, but the whole thing was because it was linked. You play college first. You save it on your on your memory card or whatever. Oh my and then, god! And then yeah. you send and then you send them to the pros. Now, now that you think about that, the memory card, <laughs> bro. Oh yeah, the memory the card. Memory card. Everybody, if, hey, if you want your, you want everything, say you have to have that memory card. Yo, that memory card was trash too. Yeah, that memory card wasn't all that good. But yeah, so but but you would do everything on college, you know. Mm-hmm. Your your goal was sit up there and win Heisman four times. Most people would have running backs, receivers, or 
uh, quarterbacks, of course. Yeah. And so, you know, you're trying to get your dude to break all the records and touchdowns and running. I remember the year uh, they, they put the option on there heavy and they focus on it. Mm-hmm. That's when Vince Young had oh, yeah. one. Oh, he was getting ready to win oh, yeah. or whatever. That was 05, right? I think so. Okay. I think so. So, yeah, that option had changed the game on there. But I remember a lot of people playing NCAA. Yeah. And it was just one of them things. I'm, I'm guessing this will open the door for the basketball now to come back. You think? NBA, NBA Live? No, no, no. Oh, oh NCAA Live. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this will open the door. EA Sports is the yeah. one it seemed like. So maybe this will open the door for them too. But you know what they need to bring back? NFL Street, man. NBA Street too. They they say it's like a feature on the new Madden with. Yeah, I saw that. But I, I yeah, heard it was trash. It's trash? I heard it was oh, trash. Man. Uh, but uh, let's see what what else is going on, man. Some new music coming out. I did listen to Jay Taylor. What else? What else? What else? Oh, of course, we got to get to Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I think that's the biggest one. Uh, unless you got something else. Oh, man, can, I, I, I want to talk, talk about the game last night. The, I know you didn't get a chance to check it out, but the Brooklyn Nets versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, very good game, man. I want to go on overtime, but... Based on what I see, Kyrie had a right now. Uh-huh. Huh? Kyrie had a great performance. <laughs> James Harden had a great performance. Kevin like everybody on both sides of the ball played their role. It, like it was nothing short of spectacular. But I, I tweeted out yesterday, like Kyrie Irving, different man. Like the stuff he can do with a basketball in his hand. Like I, I say right now, he is the most skilled player in the NBA. He can finish with his right, finish with his left, he can shoot. He can't create off the dribble. He can spot up. Like, he has everything. So, he the best one in the league? Or is skill, he just... Skill-wise. Offensively-wise. Now, skill, that don't mean you're the best player. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just talking about skills. So, skill-wise, he's better than his teammate? James. I'm talking about James. Oh, James Harden? I mean... No, no. I'm, I'm just saying because I would say him. So, James, Kyrie, Steph. And it's one more person. Don't, I don't think, think don't think you can, don't think, don't knock that you have on Kyrie is any, I don't well, know. Efficiency? No, nah, he's not. He good at it. He, he is efficient, but it's the passing. Like, he he don't operate like a point guard. Like, that's why they got James Harden in. Because James Harden can operate like a point guard. I think James Harden had 14 assists last night, 13 to 14 assists. Like, I, I can't remember the last time Kyrie Irving got a, a 10 assist game. So we all right. So we saying skillful. Then if passing is in there, then then it's what just James and Steph. Then huh? No, and I'm still taking like Kyrie different, bro. Kyrie different. He put he do every like everything, everything. I don't know. I I I would just on my list. I would put Kyrie third. Like it's it's between to me James and and Steph because they do the same thing. Because create creating out the dribble, who redefined three points. Steph. And that's, who, that's who, three points, but no, no, I'm, I'm talking. Well, I mean, he drives to the hole. He can make mid range. We know that. And then James, or James Harden, same thing. And if you throwing in skilled, and to me, I'm just saying to me, uh, assists matter. And both of them do it in spades. And Kyrie got that mid range. But yeah. But hey, it is what it is. But like I said, overall, the game was definitely good. Uh, it may be a preview of the finals. Who knows? I mean, defense, defensive-wise, of course, Brooklyn is horrible. Like, right now, they probably are Chris the best. Chris Paul, that's what I was thinking about. All right, good good point, good point. I agree. I'm just saying, just I, them, I, I, them, them four, but if we looking at it, like. Right, just, but right now, but right now, 
Man, Kyrie's Kyrie something something else, man. But uh I like I said, right now, this may be a preview for the finals, who knows? But if it is, and like I said, I just told you before we started playing this, uh Patrick Beverly didn't play, so I think that's uh, that's definitely huge. But overall, good game. I can't wait to see what happens with both squads. Kevin Durant, he was just chilling last night. He only took thirteen shots, had over twenty five points. And he, like I said, when it comes down to that, you can stay with Brooklyn like for the whole game. But when it comes down in the fourth quarter with five minutes left in the game, it just seemed like Brooklyn keep their foot on the gas pedal. And you have three Hall of Famers playing on that team that can go out there and get a bucket whenever they want to. So the thing right now is you got to have good defense, defensive players, that's one. And two, you have to keep you have to keep up scoring with them because if you don't, then you see what happened with the Clippers yesterday. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just a knee-jerk reaction because the Clippers, the Clippers do this. This is in their DNA. This is in their history. As we saw last year, no matter who they got on their team. So when it comes to what Brooklyn did last night, great, you know, mm-hmm. good good stuff by y'all. Y'all finish. But we know the Clippers not to finish. So I can't sit up here and say, you know, this is just a um, – a notch in a belt for what's a preview to come. Like when you get up against teams, like I'm very interested to see what Denver going to do in the playoffs this year, because uh, they one year removed from being right there. Right. And we all know, yes, the regular season matters, but it don't though, because just like those three hall of famers, only one of them done to do. Mm-hmm. And one of them somewhat disappears in elimination games. And the other one might not even make it to the playoffs. I'm just talking about that's why oh, they yeah, had yeah. to combine. Um, and then when you look at the Clippers, the Clippers are notorious for falling apart uh, in the playoffs. So when it comes to the playoffs, the the standard for the whole NBA, just like in the NFL, NHL, whoever, the standard is the champions. The champions being the Lakers. It's not, it's not a humble brag or anything like that. The standard being greatest player, arguably, is still LeBron James with the next up-and-coming mm-hmm. You know, I'm about to hand the mantle off to you in AD. And seems like a great supporting cast. Like a 10-game road winning streak. We ain't seen that since. Ooh, we ain't seen that long and time. A, and, a, and what, Lakers what, went 5-2 five and, five and two on their on a road, road game? That's so. what I'm saying. So, like, that's, that's the standard. Yes, Brooklyn, that's what I mean by knee-jerk reaction. Like, the league is focused on them, as they should be. These are three people... Who have combined, we don't know if it's going to work. My thing ain't the regular season. My thing ain't the regular season. My thing is when we get to the playoffs, can we see all three of these people do what they're supposed to do? And what I mean by that is, X out KD. Can we see the other two do what they're supposed to do? So, yes, that's great. They did their thing. It's the Clippers. And it's not no shade, no tea, but they fell apart last year just like they did the year before. Just It's a never-ending story with them. So, am I shocked that like you say, Brooklyn did what they did. No, they supposed to do that. Three potential Hall of Famers and KD being the man that he is. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, somebody might have sit up there and shut it down and uh-huh. did something else different. But KD doing what he did. I mean, KD doing being who he is. That's the difference maker. And you got the mother two on there. I want to see what happens when they get to the playoffs. And I mean, the Clippers. It's time to blow it up. <laughs> I ain't, I ain't gonna say all of that. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying it's time to blow it up because if it don't work in this offseason, then you know 
What what do you do? <clears throat> Wrong one built in the day, but uh well then Kawhi just wins then. All right, so the game the game said he could out rap anybody. He can out rap anybody from Compton. Uh, I put that on our story. So, well, what you what you think? Do you think he not rap Kendrick or? Cause the game catalog pretty good. You put me. I mean, it's some good. He had some good albums. Definitely had some good albums, and he did carry the West Coast for a nice little minute. So, what you what you think about that? Do you think he not rap Kendrick? No. <laughs> I think a lot of people say that, but I ain't you know. Yeah, no. it's all it's all good. No, the yeah. gang cannot outrap Kendrick. Kendrick is one of the people in Joe Budden words, they wait for him to release to move the needle. It's only a few out there. But Kendrick, Cole, Drake, those are the top three right there. You ain't not rapping no Kendrick when he wanna rap. And you your content don't go as deep as he is either, cause I don't know. Just it People will sit up there and tell you the pimp of butterflies, they end all be all when it come to Kendrick versus whoever. Yeah. I will argue and say differently because yeah. I'm a J. Cole, but I vibe with Kendrick. And when it come to Drake, Drake is Drake. Right. Drake is that in the middle odds maker. He changed the game forever and the more. When you have them drop, they moved the needle, not saying game ain't got, you know, status in the game or you want to call him OG, whatever it may be. He when he say I rap, what's he talking about the freestyle? He can out rap anybody. He put his catalog against anybody in, in California, Compton, whatever. He, in Cal oh, I was about to say in Compton? Yeah. Okay, so who who else is from Compton outside of Kendrick? Kendrick? That I'm just trying to think oh, in my no, head. Oh no, the whole the whole LA man, like that's what I'm saying. So is he is he did he mean LA? I wonder because it, it don't matter. It don't matter what he meant. It could be it could be LA. It could be the Bay Area. It don't Southern Cal. Anything. Well, I mean, I'm saying his catalog versus. Let me just name a few. E40, Too Short. I probably um, put his catalog against all of them. No, I'm I'm not saying you can't put it against him. Just saying like win. these are these are these are rappers. So you got Tupac, you got E40, you got Too Short, you got uh, Nipsey, you got. Um, Kendrick, you got reason, even though he got a couple projects, but his project been pretty good. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just naming some of the ones. I know he has a longer list, but if you go in and you listening, I mean, hey, that's a lot. That's why I'm asking that he mean Compton and who all come from Compton or did he mean LA yeah. or you know, California I, in general? I think he just meant Compton, but. Oh, well, I'm saying they ain't had that many Compton rappers. Well, of course, said, they sit up there and say that. Well, well he said he could outrap Kendrick, so I, I want to see. But we'll we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. That'll never happen. Yeah, but Kendrick ain't got the time and needs to do the game. Yeah. Well, the game might actually have time. Why he scratch his nuts out there and uh, what you well, call it? Anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, we on the L on the L A. Jared Goff has been removed from the Rams, and they bring in Matthew Stafford. So. Interesting thoughts, man. I think uh, I think this may make them a contender. They needed a quarterback, but I'm gonna continue to I'm gonna be on this ledge by myself. I think Jared Goff has something. Why? I don't know, man. Even though he he ain't been balling like he was. If he balled out like I like I know he can, then you know it'll be a whole totally different story. But let's not forget he did. Come in in the in the Seahawks game, and they won that game. And he when he was supposed to play. That's one two. He man, he had a he had a broken thumb on his on his on his right hand. I'm just saying. 
I don't think this trade mean nothing for neither one of them. Oh, oh, okay. The trade don't mean nothing. I'm not saying Matthew Stafford might not be better and benefit from it, but the trade don't mean nothing. Jared Goff, since that's what you were focusing on first, Jared Goff fizzled out after that year they won the Super Bowl. They lost. And after the, and it, well, I mean, they lost the Super Bowl, but I'm talking about they won against us. He fizzled out after that year. And reason being, it's been noted on here before, and it's been said on other platforms from other people too, uh, Sean McVay would relay the messages to him and up until the 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Bill Belichick was the one that figured it out and told his then middle linebacker, I forgot his name. It just slipped my head. But he told his middle linebacker, said, switch everything up when 15 seconds come. He can't read defenses. Right. So I think to that degree, not saying he can't learn to read defenses, I just think that system benefited him. People picked up on it because the NFL is very much so a copycat league. Mm-hmm. So not saying Sean McVay can't be better, but as far as Jared Goff, I think that's an indignation on what's going on. Do I need Jared Goff to be better? Yes, because Detroit has hired a bunch of black people on their staff. Oh. I need him to be better. Will he be better? I don't know because I don't think – I think what we saw fizzled out. Right. And Matthew Stafford – Matthew Stafford left a pretty good division with Green Bay in there because that's the standard there. And now you go to an even harder division. So I think, I think, who you think gonna win that the West division? Cause I, I still have, for some reason right now, and Seattle might win it, but I just feel like the Rams can go in and win that division. And you, you still have the Cardinals that are a threat and you have San Francisco, Francisco. who was hurt. And Seattle ain't going to do nothing but get better cause all they missing is a running game. San Francisco should have picked Matthew Stafford up. No. No? No. Well, they, who, who, because, better, who, because, who better, Jerry Goff from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo? It doesn't matter because what, what they benefit off of is a run game. They, they running backs got hurt and they line got hurt and, and a good defense. It doesn't matter who you got back there quarterbacking because if I'm – I got – they had a three-headed monster, which we rarely see in the NFL. You said two-headed but not a – you know, three-headed. They had a three-headed monster. Yeah, you could stop one and two, but you can't stop three because three is a mix of one and two. Yep. So, I – to me, the standard in the NFC West is still the Seattle Seahawks and the San Francisco 49ers. Yes, the LA Rams may have gotten a better quarterback, but you still, and that division is tough on its own anyway. Yeah. But Matthew Stafford left a good division with Green Bay being the one that you got to worry about and small appearances from uh, Minnesota and Ch- Minnesota, not really Chicago. Bro, but what? you see, you see smaller appearances from them. But your standard is Green Bay. If you can't beat Green Bay, you're not winning the division. Therefore, you playing for a wild card. Now you go into the division for all intents and purposes. Any last one of them can win it any and every year. And if you have Matthew Stafford struggling against NFC North defenses, you know the West. West yeah. So that's whole, why I yeah, say that, yeah, I that's th- why I say neither one of them really won. Like Jared Goff could be better. But again, the standard is Green Bay, and you going against Aaron Rodgers for now. Right. I feel like they're gonna work that out. They got to. But you know, standards is, is Aaron Rodgers. If you don't beat Green Bay, because you need to beat them and then win out. But if you don't beat Green Bay, you you're probably not gonna win your division because the chance of you beating Chicago, depending on what they do, they still got a good defense. Right. And then Minnesota. They are what they are. I think. I think right now, with especially in Detroit, with all the pieces that they will have coming in, I think. I think 
Jared Goff can contribute to it because he is young. I think what pieces. It, it, in in that in that huh? What pieces they got? Oh no, they get some. They got some draft picks, right? I mean, yeah, both got, of them do, but they they have they had a solid receiving core. They had a, a decent defense. I ain't gonna say it was good. Man, they got a solid receiving core though, and. Running back wise, they just been kind of doing it by like committee or whatever. But yeah, they they Detroit ain't bad. It's just Green Bay is better. Yeah, and right now, especially in that division, or oh, Jared Goff may be the may be the youngest quarterback. I know Mitchell Trubisky, Aaron Rodgers. Mitchell's still younger. Oh yeah, Mitchell I know and Jeff is probably the same. Yeah, they, yeah, then, they probably the same. And then you got Kirk Cousins, right, Minnesota. I mean, but I again, like I said, they can win that division. Against Green Bay? If all the pieces come together. Oh, no. I, Green Bay in the north until somebody proved differently. It's like, like, it's like us to the south. Yeah. I mean, granted, Tampa Bay is in there, but we 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 sweep, we swept, I'm sorry, we swept our whole division. And, and Green Bay been dominating their division since since Aaron got the helm, basically. Right. Yeah. Nah. Ain't, I don't care who you got back there, quarterback. If your defense can't stack stack up against number twelve, then you ain't got no chance. And, and then we, and they always come down to Detroit at the end of the at the end of the season. So I don't know, man. And it don't and it don't mean nothing. Maybe maybe maybe, maybe Young is better for for Detroit right now. Maybe maybe Jerry Goff can prove everybody wrong. I hope he prove everybody wrong. Damn, I'm, all I gotta say is they problem was the quarterback. Oh no, no. So just cause yeah, you got a younger quarterback, that they problem wasn't quarterback. Their problem was I don't know, I guess front office, I don't know, uh, chemistry, I don't know what it was, but they problem Matthew Stafford was a good quarterback. One can say great quarterback, especially when he had Megatron there. Exactly. So that's why I say Matthew Stafford may be in a better position, harder division. Jared Goff could be in a better position, but I don't see nobody beating Green Bay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm and I'm saying this because we ain't even seen the other boy Jordan Love play. The way Matthew LaFleur coaches, you remember uh, Aaron Rodgers, hey, 24, 30, he sent up there making changes at the line. He don't do that no more. Orchestrated. Matthew LaFleur does that for him. He might give you a couple plays, but you ain't coming up here. No, I make the decisions. I'm the coach. Therefore, you have a system in place now. Which they should have went down. They should have went forward on fourth down, but there's neither here nor there. It wasn't Aaron Rodgers. It wasn't again, Aaron Rodgers. That, but again, that's what I'm saying. It, it comes down to the coach. Mm-hmm. This ain't this ain't an Aaron Rodgers team uh, run team no more. Yeah, you the star, but I'm the coach. I make these calls. When you have that going on, that's why it's a big discussion going on on whether since Aaron like, oh, you better give me some more or I'll walk. And he's like, well, that's why we went on ahead and drafted another quarterback, right? And just in case you felt a little antsy. Man, they gonna get they gonna pay him, but. Hey, they don't have to. Maybe they smarter than us, and they'll move on before it's all said and done. <laughs> not to say he, not to say he out of his prime, but I bet they tender that saying we don't want to look like the Saints. Relax. Hey, I ain't relax. I'm being real. Nah, man. So let's go and get into these picks of the of the day. Me, I have Zap and Rogers slow and easy, and. Let's see. Currency Scotty Pippen featuring Freddie Gibbs. I got DJ Screw 3 in the morning. And then Mac Aries every time. That's about it, y'all. 
short, sweet, and to the point. One of us has a, th- a sore throat, so we wanted to make sure we got everything out and open. Y'all, we about to be in two years. You know, keep riding with us. Getting ready to do some big things. Got some apparel getting ready to come out. About to try to get this surfacing on YouTube. About to get the interview game back up. All that great stuff. Yep. That is always, uh, like you hear in the intro and the outro, we do it for the culture, by the, by the culture. culture. Because we are the culture. And that is a wrap. Y'all take it. Thank you for listening to Bottom Line Sports Talk. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and don't forget to share. We'll see you next time.